0: Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Beach Shacharim et Tefillah podcast. We continue today in the Pirkei Syum, the chapters of conclusion. We are still in Parak Aleph, the first chapter of the Pirkei Syum, of the chapters of conclusion. Here, Rapinkis has been developing the idea that Tefillah, our prayer, our davening, shouldn't be limited to the three times a day that we have the formal Tefillot, Mincha, and Mariv. Instead, it's supposed to be something that we engage in all day, before and after every single activity. Continuing in that theme here in writes, right the pasuk tells us in sefer nehamiah this is in parak bet pasuk Dalit, and hey li so the king this is Yavesh speaking to Nechemia. Uh, the king said to me what is your request va et and the Pasik says, and I davened to the God of the heavens. And I said to the king, if the king is good and it is good in uh, the eyes of the king, or the servant has found favor in the eyes of the king, uh, if you know it's found favor in your eyes, so then send me to Yehudah, to Judah, to the city of my ancestors' graves, and I will rebuild it. But if you think about the structure of these it's fascinating. The king, Daryavish, asks Nehemiah, What is it that you would like? the Pasuk says that Nechemia davened to Hashem and then he answered the question of the Melech that between every word that Nechemia said to the king to Daryavesh, Yavesh he he first davened about it before he, he went ahead and he said it imagine he says it's comparable to a person who's having a conversation with their friend and between every word or between every sentence they stop for a moment and talk to themselves about what they should say even though technically he's having a conversation with his friend, at the same time he's almost uh, more engaged in a conversation with himself than he is with his friend. So the same is true when it comes to Nehemia. Even though he was talking to Daryavish to the king, nevertheless he was really having that conversation with Hashem as well, and therefore he felt closer to Hashem in reality. Uh, in in, in a more tangible way than he did with Daryavish. So you're right, he may not have uh, expressed those words audibly. Uh, Nechemia may not have actually said the tefillah out loud to the point where Daryavish could hear it, but he certainly was davening before he answers this question, and therefore it's clear that he feels very close to Hashem at that moment. And if we make this a regular activity, if we habitualize this idea of davening before each and every activity, so then it could change every single activity of our lives. Even those that are incredibly simple, or I would say even those which are incredibly mundane, it transforms them into true life Kidoshim into holy life ubali and life of substance and uh, and uh, he will merit Dishmaya, divine assistance in every you know every place where he turns every place where he he engages and he himself meaning the person who engages in this type of practice is constantly dominating before each and every activity that they partake of they themselves Will turn into a completely different khatta, a completely different object, and to a completely different person altogether. So, again, what we're seeing from Nehemia is that even when he was amid conversations with other people, he was engaging Hashem in that conversation. He was speaking to Hashem. He says, look, uh, Daryavish is giving me this opportunity. Well, should I ask him that I could go back to Yudah? Should I ask him if I can build it back? Should I not say it? Right? He's having that conversation. He's dominating with Hashem. Or perhaps he's saying, Hashem, thank you for giving me this opportunity because I am going to ask that I be able to return to Yudah to build it up. Right? Who knows what the exact fila was? But what's key is that even within a conversation, he's able to still talk to Hashem. And he sees that as part and parcel of who he is and part and parcel of every activity that he partakes of. That as we conclude here, uh, Parak Aleph, the first chapter of Pirkei Siyum, is reminding us that before and after every single thing that we do, we should be engaged in tefillah. We should be praying, we should be davening, and we should never ever limit it to just the three formal tefillot, Shachar, Mincha, and Marv.